Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the FFQ podcast, your Far From Qualified podcast. I'm Ryan. Far From Qualified, yeah. It's a good good name for a podcast. I'm Dan. Yeah. I wonder who came up with that. Was it a random generator that we, we tweaked? Yeah. Well, I mean, we used a random name generator, but then we, yeah, we tweaked it for We sure. tweaked it, yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah. I don't remember what, it, what the original <laughs> was. Something qualified. But. Yeah, something qualified, and then we went for like a little alliteration or whatever. So anyways... Uh, yeah, welcome back to the Far From Qualified podcast. That's how you do an intro. Yep. Uh, you know this this week we're doing paranormal is our is our theme. All right. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna like I said we're, last time we're gonna alternate from crime and paranormal stuff. Uh, don't expect anything like too spooky this first episode, but it's a really cool story. Like a lot of cool background. Sure. And uh, close to home. Yeah, close. Well, close-ish. <laughs> not as close as the last one. Right. Literally. This one's not. Home. This one's <laughs> not within hearing distance. But this one, we're going to stay in Arkansas. Go Hogs. Uh, we just got the W versus South Carolina. Uh, this one, we're going to go all the way up to Eureka Springs, way the hell up there by uh, Missouri. Shout out to Missouri. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty cool historical town, tourist yeah. town. Got a lot of cool stuff to do there. I've been there once, actually. Did you yeah, know that? Yeah, me too. Yeah. My but, brother was married there. <laughs> oh, shout out. Um, the, His first marriage. Well, uh, I went with my Sunday school whenever I was <laughs> nine or 10. The only thing I remember is that there was a street performing monkey. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. I think he's still up there. I tried to find him. He's since died, I think. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, tried yeah. Tried to I find him online. I remember he said that. Yeah. yeah. Rest, in, rest in peace to that monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Older Town, founded in 1880. Been there a long time. It's up in Carroll County, a uh, little bitty ass uh, county. 6.9 square miles. Oh, wow. Is the, is the uh, city. <laughs> and, oh, okay. uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, and it's three and a half hours from Little Rock. Mm-hmm. So, Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, very, very, very north. Uh, there's about two two thousand people that live in Eureka Springs, so tiny little town. But like I said, it's a big tourist town, so they got a lot of lot of traffic that comes mm-hmm. in and out of there. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to be talking about today is a uh, very, very popular, very well known, uh, the Crescent Hotel up there in Eureka Springs. Okay, uh, old ass hotel built in 1886, so <laughs> pretty close after. It's as old as the town. Mm, okay, you know. Uh, so in 1886, it cost almost $300,000 to build, and that Whoa. is a shit ton of money. Yeah. So it was built as a resort for like the rich and famous. The wealthy, yeah. And at the time, they were like, this is the most luxurious hotel and spa in the country. Yeah. Because it's fucking 1886, you know? They have springs, I guess, up there as well. Of course. Yeah. Eureka Springs. Yeah. Right. The... Like Hot Springs, mm-hmm. Arkansas. Shout out Hot Springs. Shout out Hot Springs. Like the bathhouses they have there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like they, the natives thought it was like healing powers. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was, uh, I'm sure we, you know, we probably killed a bunch of natives. Yeah. I've heard of those springs healing anywhere, anything from, you know, sexually transmitted diseases mm-hmm. to, you know, psycho, psychopathy right. issues, you know? Right. <laughs> When in when in reality, it's just like a really nice bath. Yeah, hot, like real mineral hot. rich. Yeah, it really clears the sinuses. I don't know about the <laughs> I don't know about the STDs, but the sinuses right. it clears them. You know, they paired shock therapy with those baths as well in hot springs. Oh, yeah. Let's well, let's well, try that one day. <laughs> uh, anyways, so yeah, most luxurious hotel. Um, unfortunately, it didn't do super amazing at first, and it got really slow in the winter time. So it actually, they adapted it into the uh, Crescent College and Conservatory for young women. Um, not many of those around in uh, the late 1800s. Okay. And, uh, progressive. But very progressive. It was still used as a hotel in the summertime. Uh, institution was held in really high regard. 
Uh, but unfortunately, the towards the end of the lease, 1924, they couldn't afford to just buy the property outright because they wanted to. And then they didn't agree to terms on the lease. So shut down. Okay. But it, it was there for a long time. Okay. Uh, the community obviously loved it. And they uh, tried to reopen it again in 1930 as a junior college. And it didn't last. 1934, junior college shut down. So it's run as a university, you know, held for about 30 years or so. But uh, closed again. And uh, with that, with the junior college closing, the whole, the entire hotel shut down. Okay. So, for, you know, that was 1934. Then it gets kind of like fucking crazy. Because in 1937, it's uh, purchased by a billionaire uh, by the name of Norman Baker. That's billions in today's dollars. <laughs> you know, just so you know. Um, Norman Baker purchased the hotel. And he uh, renamed it the Baker Cancer Clinic, and he turned it into a hospital. Is Norman Baker not from? Oh, never mind. Okay, Norman Bates. Bates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Bates yeah. Hotel. There you well, go. it's it's equally as weird. Um, yeah, Baker was a uh, inventor, uh, inventor, uh, a radio personality, and he liked to call himself a doctor, despite having no medical training and no degree. And he just liked me for real. Yeah. Uh, he was actually run out of Iowa for practicing medicine without a license. So he moved to Arkansas and with him, his, uh, his cancer patients that he had back in Iowa. Oh man. And he did a shit ton of, uh, advertising, mostly radio. Um, had a loyal fan base. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, he, he really, really did. He moved a bunch of patients, had a lot of advertising. He claimed he had discovered a number of cures for various elements, including, you know, mostly cancer. And, um, he frequently launched attacks on organized medicine, which he accused of being corrupt and profit-driven. Right. Which is definitely... He's got, he's got a point a little bit, but... Eh, you know. <laughs> um, the natural springs in Eureka are one of the reasons that drew him here, because he, he did use those in his, uh, in his cures. Uh, he, yeah, he profited millions uh, at, this, at this cancer clinic. Right. Uh, pretty insane. Hmm. Like, millions of... Nineteen twenty dollars. Sure. Um, so, like I said, that was in 1937. Unfortunately for Baker, didn't last very long. In 1940, federal charges were filed against Baker for mail fraud, and he spent a few years in prison. The okay. reason they got him for mail fraud was because they couldn't pin him down. They couldn't legally get him <laughs> for the medical practices right. because of, I don't know, he found loopholes. But they got him for mail fraud because he was, he was illegally sending out advertisements in the mail. Illegally? I don't know how mail fraud works, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh, that's man. the only way the authorities in Arkansas could uh, get him put in prison. Okay. And he got several years, so it must have been a lot of mail fraud, Which, but you don't fuck around with the USPS, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think maybe somehow obtaining the addresses. I mean, it's not hard to obtain addresses. You just go write right. them down or something. Yeah. Know? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Don't know the extent of mail fraud. I'd love to hear what the fuck that means for maybe a, a postal worker. Anyway, so uh, the Crescent Hotel was left ownerless until 1946 after our boy Norman got put in prison. Mm. In the spring of 46, uh, it was purchased by a group of investors who uh, restored the hotel and started accepting guests again. So they just reopened her back up, got rid of all the medical shit, the medical shit. <laughs> and uh, March 15th, all the way uh, 1967, so the hotel stayed open for about 20 years, there was a, f a fire that burned down like the entire penthouse level almost the entire fourth floor and did a shit ton of fire and smoke damage throughout the hotel. And they were like, well, fuck it was a good run 20 years. 
there was only one of those original investors uh, still alive that 20 years later when it burned down. Hmm. So they're like, fuck this. They sold it to a development company uh, in 1972 who they also were like, all right, we're going to restore it. You know, we love this old ass hotel. So yeah. they, they wanted to restore it in 1972 uh, and they did. They upgraded some amenities and then fast forward all the way to 1997 uh, we got Marty and Elise uh, Ronick. They purchased it for 1.3 million, 1997, and they okay. spent about six years restoring and renovating it. That's that's cheap. Right. 1.3 mil. Yeah, that would be cheap. It was, but yeah, I think it was pretty fucking old and yeah and run down. Um, well, there's a there's a church near us for sale for that for that price. 1.5 million. Yeah, yeah so it was very cheap. Must yeah. have been in horrible condition because yeah. they spent six years restoring it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Fixer upper for sure. Big, also, big shout out 1997. 1.3. That the good I would take that deal for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have a they have a quote uh, that they said when they bought it. They said, "In five years, we will return the Crescent to where it was 100 years ago." That's Talking cool. about whenever it was the greatest hotel in the uh, the country. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Marty, the the husband, he actually died in 2009, but Elise uh, still the owner today. Okay. So bought it ninety seven. She's still the owner. She's still kicking. Okay. So that's a just a brief history of the Crescent Hotel. Pretty cool. Went through a lot of shit in a hundred years. Sure. Over a hundred years. Um, very very cool. Yeah, we didn't visit on my uh, Sunday school trip. Um, we didn't visit the Crescent Hotel. Hmm. Well, I don't remember anything other than the, the I, monkey well, street performer actually. <laughs> and Miss I mean, Rainey. Shout out Miss Rainey. Definitely really cool, but probably because you were on a Sunday school trip, and it's yeah. they tout a lot of ghost shit, so they're probably like, you know, fuck yeah. that. Is there a, like a mini statue of Jesus like there is in Rio? I think there is. In, in Eureka Springs? Yeah. I don't know. Someone You're talking about me. the... Yeah. 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 The, I'm pretty the sure. The arms Jesus? I don't know. Probably. Wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. It's a mi- like, a mi- like a replica, you know, miniature. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> uh, jump right into the, the paranormal part. All right. Uh, so when Marty, uh, Ronick, I, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. There's a G in there. I'm pretty sure it's silent, but we're going to say, we're going to say Ronick for the purposes yeah. of the podcast. Let's keep it silent, but <laughs> the G, <laughs> uh, so yeah, when, when he, uh, purchased the hotel, he had heard and read many crazy shit and paranormal happenings, ghost stories about the hotel. And Marty was a skeptic. So he, he hired some certified medium, uh, by the name of Carol Heath to read the hotel and see if he just got anything, got anything kind of spoopy off of it. The hotel manager at the time, Jack Moyer, uh, reported that Heath had located a portal to the other side and that people on a certain frequency would be sensitive to the paranormal, especially around this portal that he discovered. I've heard I've heard that a lot. Like people have different frequencies and they're more in tune with with yeah. paranormal stuff. Sure. Not like any scientific evidence into that. Yeah. Uh, that we have at this point. Uh, so Jack was skeptic as most people would be about the portal because that sounds crazy as shit. And then fast forward to 2015, uh, Moyer still the manager. They have uh, so the the Crescent has ghost tours that they do. Okay. On the premises. And the ghost tour manager, his name is Keith Scales. He came to Moyer. Keith Scales, you like that name? Yeah. Okay. Kind of that name. <laughs> uh, he came to Moyer uh, after some startling things were happening on his ghost tours. Scales told, told him that multiple guests had been growing extremely faint and literally just passing out uh, at the same spot during the tour. Same, same little stopping point. Sure. 
And ghosts of the tour would reportedly turn pale and simply fall to the ground. But they would recover consciousness like quickly, you know, 10, 15 seconds later, they'd just be like, what the fuck? You mm-hmm. know, so you're like, oh, that's really weird. What was he? What stories did he have on the tour? You know, I like what stories. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, if you're a ghost tour manager giving ghost tours, right. you have to go to your boss because some weird stuff. That, right. You know, like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, he probably wouldn't come unless it was serious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have you have guests passing out. That's like a safety concern. You mm-hmm. know, knocking your head, concussions. Sure. You could have serious uh, injuries. Um, the stop of the ghost tour uh, was identified as the hotel's annex, which resides directly above uh, Norman Baker's former morgue. Oh, that's cool. Right. And the uh, the spot also happens to be the exact place where Heath stated the portal resided. So all the way back in 97, <laughs> all the way back in 97, Heath told him, hey, there's this portal right here above this morgue. And uh, that's where the annex is now. And that's where people were reportedly passing out. And the hotel manager admitted that most paranormal accounts are usually discredited with normal explanations. But this instance was crazy as shit. And uh, it was not one of them. So just a you know a little spooky coincidence for sure. Yep. All those years later, someone saying, oh, we have a lot of people passing out right here mm-hmm. in this one spot kind of creepy so the uh the biggest the biggest uh i would say source you know source of paranormal stuff uh happened when our when our boy norman baker owned it okay you know, way on back in the 30s because like most haunted places a lot of people have fucking died in the crescent hotel okay it's sure. not funny i wasn't laughing um why'd you laugh at that man <laughs> uh, of course uh, you know, our, our doctor, Norman Baker, um, official death records indicated that 44 people died during the Crescent's time as his cancer clinic. But uh, local reports state that over 400 people died in his care. 400 people mm-hmm. in just like three years, a little under three years. Um, of course, they have cancer, but 400. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't curing anything. Uh, yeah, he was not a doctor at all. He stole millions of dollars practicing his, you know, his crazy ass cures and the spring water and all that. Yeah. Uh, after his clinic closed down, his medical equipment was thought to be stripped out of the hotel and taken to the local dump. Like that's what the, uh, the people that bought it said they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was thought to be true for like 90 years. And then in 2019, when the hotel was expanding part of the parking lot, they accidentally uncovered hundreds of bottles <laughs> and medical equipment used by Baker buried under the ground. Oh, so they just... Sick. They dug a big ass hole, just dumped it in there and said, ah, well, we ain't taking this shit to the dump. Yeah. Um, the bottles contained some of what was thought to be his cancer curing elixir uh, and even uh, bottles of organic tissue that was still preserved in alcohol. Uh, and the pictures they have of them are uh, exact. So Baker used to have uh, used to have these flyers for advertisements and they would have like cancer growths in the bottles. Mm. And it's like the exact bottles, the exact looking little growths or whatever. Mm. So those were, they found pieces of like <laughs> tissue and shit that he had cut out of people. It's preserved in these bottles 90 years later. Yeah. Pretty dope. Wow. Um, it was determined like pretty immediately that it wasn't a crime scene. It wasn't a burial site or anything. So they allowed archaeologists to, uh, you know, continue their dig and basically keep all the findings. And they send it off for testing to see you know, that it was uh, to test that it was human tissue and not just like random animal. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty insane. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I, I suppose uh, there's a chance that they he was actually putting cancerous cells in, in there. Oh, but yeah. But also could just be. Yeah. 
For sure. Yeah. Human tissue that he... And it, oh, you've got cancer here. Right. You know? So, I mean... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I actually don't know if any of it was cancerous because yeah. it could have just been random shit because he wasn't a doctor. Yeah. So that makes it worse. I didn't really think about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our, the printer just started <laughs> making noises over there. Uh, the manager of the ghost tour at the Crescent stated that since the discovery of Baker's equipment, there has been an uptick in activity around the morgue because it's still, you know, it's still uh, kept and it's part of the ghost tour or whatever. Um a dark figure has been repeatedly reported there, and reports of cold spots and people being touched have become frequent around the morgue. Right. Of course, that you know is probably just you know the shit they're saying because they found all that stuff and they're like, "Ooh, come to our ghost tours," you know. Sure. Yeah. But if it's true, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I want to go there. Uh, Baker's <laughs> Baker's antics uh, that caused the death and suffering of his patients are, you know, like I said, that's that's what most people. Uh, attribute the paranormal activity yeah like to. a like a uh almost like a murder hotel like a hh yeah. holmes kind of thing but yeah because if because if anywhere close to 400 people have died there especially maliciously yeah not not inherently malicious he's not straight up murdering them but he basically was yeah it also reminds me of a uh, of a doctor death uh story yeah. About yeah, yeah yeah a cancer doctor named dr fata so that's a good one yeah, yeah. so i mean it's a I mean, it's cla- it's a classic tale. I mean, yeah. it's fucking crazy. Doctor kills a bunch of patients, yeah. even if he's because it could have been. Yeah. A, yeah, he's fraudulent, absolutely. But he could have been a fucking whack job. He could have believed. He could have been one of those people that believes he's like a fucking messiah and he's saving these people like legitimately. Yeah, he might have just been crazy. Yeah, don't know. But but the way they the way they talked about him being a radio personality and like basically a you know an inventor. He's a businessman. Larger than life. Yeah, kind yeah. of a so, per, yeah, large personality. <laughs> it More than he's just crazy, it just sounds like he's he's smart and he's smart at taking advantage of people. Yeah. So he caused a lot of people to die. Probably going to die anyways. I mean, fucking 1930s. What was the cancer uh, treatments like? Um, hot water. So that was uh, hot, hot water. <laughs> steam, and, steam and water in the, <laughs> under the ground. Yeah. That shit cures cancer. Uh, anyways. So uh I'm going to I'm going to talk about a few of the uh more you know talk talked about tales and stuff that they talk about on the ghost tour. Okay. Uh a few of the paranormal stories. Not going to dive too deep into to to them but uh so one of them in room 218 there was a supposedly an Irish stones stonemason named Michael who fell to his death when the building uh the hotel. He's known to hang out there. He's known to be just a a guy in room 218 frequently. All right. Uh Irish Michael Irish Irish stonemason, uh, Theodora, the cancer patient, she's known to be seen fumbling for her keys outside outside room four nineteen, as well as tidying up for guests when they leave the room. It's pretty cool, the cancer patient. Yeah, it's always interesting when they have um, they they give them these little like backstories, you know, yeah, yeah, bio, they have yeah. biographies for the for fucking the ghost. ghosts because like. Um, that would be, I mean, that would be insane. I don't think we've never seen, or I've never seen some sort of paranormal right. thing. But if if someone told you as a hotel owner, hey, there was this person yeah. you know, fumbling for their keys, you know, uh, and you're like, oh, them, that's Theodore. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like Ooh. Uh, but yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, and then we got Brecky. It was a four-year-old child, uh, died in the hotel due to complications from appendicitis. She's apparently been seen running throughout the halls, bouncing a ball, just being a playful little kid. So good. Doesn't sound malicious. Uh, you got a, uh, you got Dr. John Fremont Ellis. 
Uh, he was the hotel's in-house doctor in the late 19th century. He's most seen uh, near his office, his old office, which is now room 212, and uh, usually seen with a pipe. And usually uh, people report smelling his cherry tobacco that he used to sm- smoke out of his pipe. Mm. That's uh, So that was like his old office. I guess he smoked smoked a lot of tobacco there. Um, so my favorite story out of the Crescent, though, is uh, a lot, very, very wholesome. This is probably the most wholesome ghost story I've ever heard in my life. Okay. <laughs> so uh, back during its inception, uh, not no, sorry, not during its inception, but uh, there was a cat uh, named Morris, <laughs> and uh, Tabby, Orange Tabby Cat, it became known as the hotel's general manager because it was just a stray cat that wandered in one day and just kind of claimed the hotel as its own. Mm-hmm. Um, they fucking loved this cat. All the guests loved it. The staff loved it. Uh, motherfucker came in as like a, a young cat, lived for 21 years mm-hmm. in this hotel. They built a uh, they built a little cat door into the front entrance, uh, cool. let her do whatever the fuck she want or he wanted. Um, and when this cat died, like there was a... Let's see, did I write that down? There was something like 500 people that attended <laughs> this fucking wake for this cat, oh. and they and they buried they buried it outside the hotel, and it's got a headstone and everything. Yeah, um, everyone loved this fucking cat, but so of course uh, guests report seeing Morris all the time, <laughs> running through the halls, running in and out of the door. They'll report a cat rubbing up against their leg in the lobby. Yeah. And they're like, you know, look down and there's not a fucking cat. Yeah. Of course. You know, they, they hear purring. They hear meows and shit. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, Morris fucking cool as shit. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> cool. I can't hear Morris without thinking of Morris McGee. So shout out to Morris McGee. But uh, <laughs> um, that is really sweet. Also, like, cats with jobs. Uh, just right. So yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. It would go crazy on Reddit. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Morris is just the, just the hotel manager. Still there, apparently, seen and heard. Um, but yeah, the hotel still open today. Uh, you can, you can, you know, of course, for a price hike, you can book and stay at one of these mentioned like specific rooms. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the office or the cancer patient room, all that. They do ghost tours. Uh, the building, the building was listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 2016. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's I mean it's old. It's now. old as balls. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, apparently haunted. And, you know, uh it's been fucking featured on uh Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventure, Ghost Adventures, uh Paranormal Witness, and it's still like people say it's one of the most haunted hotels uh in America. The one with uh Ghost Adventures is the one that that we watched recently mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. 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 Need to watch Ghost Hunters Ghost Hunters is newer. I think Ghost Adventures was the original one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I want to watch that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. There's there was one in like 2019 as well. Probably they probably went there after they the, the did. Oh, the, an episode about the. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's the latest one. So if you wanna, gonna watch anything on that. But yeah, that's the story of the the Crescent Hotel and a few yeah. of the a few of the spooky um, uh, tales. Yeah. But the but yeah, the, the craziest thing is is definitely the the cancer clinic. Definitely the cat. Yeah. Yeah, Morris Morris the cat. Yeah, and, and I think um, that that's really uh, you know a place that we should visit. Oh yeah, right? I'm staying there. We're Absolutely, enough, it's so. fucking expensive though. Like the cheapest cheapest you can get a room for is a standard room for like 140 bucks a night. Okay, well I mean it's not yeah. the worst. 
Yeah. Stand for a standard. Can you stay? But you're saying like, is it more expensive for the yeah. notable rooms? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it goes up to like 200. Okay. That's so okay. yeah, I mean, it's fucking expensive, but, I, but, but you can also just visit and you can also just go and do a ghost tour, which mm-hmm. would probably be the better, probably book a, you know, a cheap ass hotel room down the road, go do the ghost tour, but it would be cool to stay. I would, I mean, I would like to stay in a haunted room. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not any more expensive than like a condo or something for the beach, you know, uh, per night if you did. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, but it's just not, not as beach. nice. Not as yeah. nice as yeah. a condo. <laughs> yeah. Cause like I've seen the rooms and some of them are very small Yeah, because some of these rooms are the same size they were in 1886. Mm. So a hotel and spa. So they have a spa as well. Yeah. On account of there's natural springs, but definitely, definitely really cool. I'd love to see, uh, I'd love to see anything like, you know, spooky. That'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah. I want to pass out on the ghost tour. Yeah, I'll let you take that one on. Okay. Um, You're not gonna, you don't want to do the ghost tour? I'm good. Fucking pussy. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the Crescent Hotel. Uh, thank you for watching. Like I said, if you're interested, go watch those fucking episodes. Yeah. We're go- I'm going to. I want to see if they caught anything. I, I did read some comments online uh, that they, uh, I think talking about the one in 2019, it was one of the most evidence they had collected. Yeah. Like was, when what, when Ghost Adventures gets that static you know right. blip on their their radar and, it and they like, make it say like you're gonna die yeah you know? yeah yeah <laughs> and it was Come just here. it was just fucking yeah garbled yeah. you know uh, nonsense show yeah. so good but yeah I'm gonna watch it for sure you should too if you if you like the Crescent Hotel and if you're yeah. in Arkansas or or near Southern Missouri even Oklahoma you're probably within an hour drive yeah so Eureka Springs Arkansas the Crescent Hotel I just smacked yeah. their shit out of my microphone yeah yeah thanks for the synopsis yeah you're welcome. <laughs> that's uh yeah that's our episode for today thank you so much for listening watching maybe enjoying all right yep appreciate it thank you guys see you